Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds on Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans. This is part of the Armchair Media Network. The pandemic rages on, so we are filling our time with quality content. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the DAC truther of the podcast. Give him that 45 mil a year, guys. And with me, as always, is AJ. I got a new song. Marchese. Okay, well, first of all, that was not very nice. You've been bugging me for weeks. That was sick. It is the most uh, intensely produced piece of music in history. Uh, I put a lot of work into this. And uh, (laughs) you'll hear it, and then we'll talk about it. If it's not an EDM rendition, I'm out. Okay. (laughs) Today, we'll be redrafting the 2016 NFL Draft. It's quality content. But first, AJ's new rendition of the theme song. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving up to Cleveland, maybe. Looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. I'd like to take a second to share with the network that helps distribute our show armchair media armchair is a collection of 50 plus podcasts including ours trying to localize the sports world a little bit more we've been with them for i don't know three years and we've enjoyed growing our audience with theirs starting june 1st bet online will serve as a title sponsor for armchair as well as our show This will open up the possibility to develop merchandise lines as well as potentially host live events once we return to a semblance of normalcy. With NASCAR, UFC, and golf coming back, BetOnline has hundreds of games and events to bet on. They have live and simulated sports as well as a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge. You can enter for free. Visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device to check out that action. Bet online is your online wagering solution. In addition to bet online coming aboard like a boat, Armchair will now serve as the host network for the world's largest skateboarding podcast, The Nine Club, hosted by pro skaters Chris Roberts and Kelly Hart. The Nine Club talks every week with the biggest names in skating. They're on social media at The Nine Club. <laughs> Gnarly, bro. To see all things armchair, hey, I I used to own a skateboard. To see all things armchair, search armchair media whenever you get your wherever you get your pods. Also, check us out 
on Armchair's website, armchairmedianetwork.com, and their social channels, at Armchair Media. Those who can, do. Those who can't, hashtag take a seat. I don't know if you're supposed to say hashtag or not. I did. I if, you didn't want to, if, if you didn't want to be a skateboarder in 2006, you weren't a white suburban kid. That's so true. I really thought I was going to make it. I could like barely stand on my skateboard. I still <laughs> believe. Playing, I played a lot of Tony Hawk. You must have had sick trucks though, right? <laughs> the size of a mine. Whew. All right, all right, all right. Uh, the song wasn't EDM, but what are your uh, takeaways, Roth? I was blown away. It reminded me of the... If, okay. If you took Florida Georgia Line mm-hmm. and replaced one of the guys in Florida Georgia Line yeah. with Pitbull, mm-hmm. and then, are you following? Yeah, yeah, I'm following along. I think you're, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head right now. And then if um, TLC was, is that, was, yeah. oh, they, they were there? Yeah. Yeah, you're following still? And some boys to men, for sure. And they're all euthanized. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Which, now, I, I don't know if you heard, but there's a very special guest. On yeah, I heard. The, uh, yeah? <laughs> the ghost of bon, John Bon Jovi? Yeah, the, wait, John Bon Jovi dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His ghost, because he tried to um, purchase uh, the Bills to move from Toronto. Yeah, and he was stuck with the Philadelphia Soul, my favorite AFL team. But he came and visited... <laughs> And his soul was here indeed, and he uh, he sang a little bit on the song. I'm so confused. But I'm in. Why are you confused? Next time you hear it, you'll listen more closely, I'm sure. No, see, I'm confused because I didn't realize he was dead. I thought it was just, he was just in the studio with you. Uh, I think he's been dead since he was born. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> he's transcended on multiple planes. Ah, oh, the Coriolis you're, you're clearly not a Jovi head there, Rob. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm shot through the heart right now. Is he from Buffalo or Philly? He's from, like, Jersey, Philly, one of those two? Don't say them like they're the same. No, I'm... I would never want to be from New Jersey, but I would really want to be from Philly. He's from okay, New well, Jersey. See, that's I wasn't sure. I knew it was one of the two. I don't know why I knew that. Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> better New Jersey uh, musician. Representative, for yes. sure, yeah. And then it's Brian Gianta. <laughs> and then it's uh, one of my favorite bands, Titus Andronicus. Yeah, sure. The, the Kimmy Schmidt character, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's enough of that. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Follow Rob on Twitter, at Rob. <laughs> uh, nobody has ever followed me from hearing my handle on this podcast. Uh, yeah, but okay. they yelled at you for talking about pot, so... And Pokemon, come on, don't throw me under the bus here. It's legal here. Pokemon are legal here. Wonder which one they were more upset about. Anyways, let's do this redraft. Let's not think about it too much because sometimes we get bogged down in the details. Uh, I'm sure one of these picks will take way too long to make and go back and forth. And we'll probably get stressed and we'll be stressed about it. Yeah. See. Okay. This is so. Okay. Jared Goff was the first pick in real life. For for the record. I, uh, I did a lot of work. I made a whole big board for this draft. I have position rankings. Oh, wow. Okay, look at us. Yeah. Um, All but I want to be like... a pandemic to find the time to work on our podcast skills. <laughs> I want to be uh, like Callie Goff and be chill through this. Okay, Rob? That's our, that's our mood, all right? I'd like to hang with Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Don't you wish he showed up to your community college football practice or whatever that was? Yeah, and then SportsCenter reposted it three years after it happened. Like, made yeah. it seem like it was happening in the moment. The amount of stuff they've reposted. I know it got pandemic. me so. It got me so confused. I thought at first I thought a lot of it because I just hadn't seen it. I thought it was real. I was like, "What? This? They're not physically distancing." And then, like, it it, it probably took me two weeks to figure it out. <laughs> every, every third Sports Center tweet or Instagram post is now just a a high school trick play from two thousand and four. Yeah, so. the, the fake ball play or the <laughs> wrong ball know, coach. Wrong Anyways, ball. the Rams. They picked first. Uh, are you standing for Dak here? Let's just get right into this. No. So, obviously, they're going quarterback again because Jeff Fisher needs to spark up the fan base in L.A. It's going to um, go 7-9 again, yeah. And so you, you you have to decide between between Wentz, Goff, and Dak. I, 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 have them, I would have them going Wentz. Okay, so I, I this is the only real thought I put into the show before we started doing it. Noted. <laughs> so, like, I, I went back and forth with Wentz and Dak so much. It's like, I think it's so hard to, to, to separate them right now, to be honest. I, I just, I liked Dak going to my next team more. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. <laughs> I don't care. I didn't do anything. But yeah, I, I, th- I, I, I do think like clearly, Jared, like Jared Goff's the top twenty QB, but he's clearly the third best of these three. It's fun, and the, obviously the only one to start a Super Bowl or play in a Super Bowl. But yeah, but he doesn't have a ring. Don't have a ring. Or forty-five mil a year, baby. <laughs> I, I do think like it was really close between Lance and Dak. No, and I, I, the I conf- give it a slight advantage to Dak right now. Like so. By, by, by a tooth. And because it because it's... Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but because it's so close, it's like all, it's an annoying Twitter topic that like yeah. it, you almost don't go a full week without seeing people debating. It's usually just once for stack, poor Jared. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I ended up... Yeah, I don't know. I think once his overall ceiling is higher just because his highs, his highs have been higher. Yeah. Dak's been more consistent, plus... The injury, the injury history of Wentz. Yeah. Goff's obviously the least consistent. He has he has really high highs but really low lows versus Dak's kind of the safe bet and then Wentz's his his are the I think the highest highs, but his lows aren't as low as uh Goff's. No, I fully agree. Um They've all have they all they've all made at least one Pro Bowl? Yes. Yep. Even even the career stats between Wentz and Dak are like really close. It's kind of funny. I think they're like one touchdown off. I have them all like one or two picks. Similar. Yeah, no, they're uh, Dak's got ten more touchdown passes, um, seven less interceptions. Uh, oh wait, that's Goff and Wentz. See, I, don't, I can't even figure out where I put. I don't even know if I have Dak's stats up here. See, I've already wrecked the podcast. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'll do it quick. So Goff has more passing yards than Wentz, but by like. 30. Yeah, but Goff's also been very healthy. Yeah, exactly. So so Wentz is like 1,400 yards, 97 touchdowns, 35 picks. Uh, I'm just scrolling down to Dak right now in the late fourth round, which obviously is steal upon steals. Uh, 1,500, almost 1,600 yards, 97 touchdowns, 36 interceptions. So, so really same, close. more yards, same touchdowns, one more pick. Yeah. And then Goff's just a little bit behind. Yeah, uh, but Goff does win the yards per attempt, 
And he's the youngest of the three, if that means anything in our redraft. He was really young coming out of Cal. Yeah. And uh, Wentz is... I think it's one year separating all three of them, right? Well, yeah. here, okay, here's my question. Because uh, I don't... I, I think you have a hard to like you. You're not gonna have anybody consensus agree on any of them being top ten quarterbacks, yeah. Right at this moment, right. In three years, when the the breezes of the world, the Brady's, the Roethlisberger's, those guys are gone and retired. Of these three, who's who who's who's consistently? I, that's not the right question. Are all three top ten quarterbacks at any point in their career? Uh, to I don't think Goff is gonna. Be. I, don't I don't think know. he ever will be. He's gonna, he's gonna be in that Kirk Cousins range. Yeah, like Goff is gonna be like eleven to sixteen in his career. And because I do think he'll find, like you mentioned, he's the youngest of them. I think he'll find more consistency. Because I mean, he again, he has flashed all the physical tools. It's just his his accuracy is inconsistent. His touch is inconsistent. His decision making is poison. It's like all those things where it's. In the right system, he's going to succeed. But he's never... Like, Wentz, if he can just stay healthy with that Eagles team and they they get him some pass catchers, which they have, like, I think he could... Him and Dak could put... Consistently be top 10, but I think Wentz can be a top five-ish quarterback almost. I feel the same way. If if I had to bet on one of them being the top 10, quote-unquote, quarterbacks... (laughs) The most frequently, I'd mm-hmm. bet on Dak just because of the injury history He's, of Carson yeah, Wentz. It's fair. It's fair. And, um, I mean, but, if you if you look at what's around Dak, too, and you factor that in, the yes. offensive line, the, the I mean, they just draft him CeeDee Lamb. I know Wentz yeah. got Jalen Rager, but uh, you get CeeDee Lamb on, on top of Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, who's quite underrated. I, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting conversation. I, I don't think you can go wrong going Wentz or, or Dak pretty much. Agreed. So, if we go Wentz one to the Rams, this means Dak goes two to the Eagles. Yeah, and and, and now the Eagles get to combine Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, and you get Dak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty perfect. Uh, I, mean, I think we did. That's a good combo on the the, the quarterbacks. It wasn't. It, it, I mean, <clears throat> this this draft was good. Yeah, it is a good draft. Like, uh, it's although the misses like, missed hard. There's, yeah, they did. They did. It's kind of like you're either a pro bowler or you missed really hard outside of outside of like Jack Conklin. Yeah, it's like all the like the Conklin obviously probably not worth the, the eighth pick in the draft, but, but he's like he's a above average starting tackle, so there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, exactly. So like the the first eight picks in the draft, you can't really knock any of them. Like. Sure, you can go back and say Zeke was not the right pick. I, I, I think I think in hindsight, the overblown of Larry Tunsil blowing too yeah. much smoke, um, yeah. like that had had Tunsil been the the first tackle, let's say to Baltimore or whatever, and then Stanley goes to the Titans. Like if that that's kind of the big hindsight thing. But again, in the moment with the Larry Tunsil bong mask. It was that, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen because it happened right as the draft starting yeah, and like no one knows insane. what to do. Like I'll never forget that. I know it was it was it was crazy, but in reality, it's not like he like he slipped to thirteen, which was far, but it wasn't. Like, but remember, like he he far. he was considered one of the best tackle prospects in the last twenty years. Like yeah, like he would have went over Stanley for sure. Yeah, would he have gone higher than Stanley? 
It's hard to say because if, if the Cowboys are taking Zeke over Jalen Ramsey at that point, I think you're just taking Zeke, right? Yeah, I, I think he probably would have still went six. Yeah, I think to so Baltimore. too. I think so too, ultimately. Um, I know we'll get into it later, but right now, are you taking Stanley or Tunsil? That's a good question. I'm They're taking, so close. It's, it's take, like Dak and Wentz again. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 if I were to rank the top offensive tackles in the league, and as we know, I played offensive tackle. I put Nathan Shepard's ass in the dirt. <laughs> I, I would put Tunsil over uh, Stanley. But by a but, hair. By a hair. I think right now I would put Stanley over Tunsil also I think, by a hair. I think it's interesting because I think it's um, similar to the Dak Wentz thing where I think – Tunsil's highs are higher. Stanley's been um, the more consistent, <laughs> yeah. safer bet. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I mean, Tunsil's also like Stanley landed in a perfect situation to start and develop at the same time with a lot of talent yeah. around him and smart people. Versus Tunsil landed in a terrible situation, and then another yeah. one, yeah. and then another one, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, no, that's uh, we'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll get there later. Uh, San Diego at three, though. Obviously, they took Joey Bosa. Are, are we sticking with this? I think you have to. Just combination of, I mean, he's two two time Pro Bowler, defensive rookie of the year, one of the best edge rushers in the league. Um, he fits the Cali vibe, um, <laughs> yeah. and he's playing the I don't know second most important position in football. If it if it wasn't Bosa, would it be Ramsey in our redraft? It's a good question. I, I think like you can make an argument, but I I think you can make an Bosa. I think you could make an argument for Chris Jones or. Even DeForest Buckner, too. It, it's kind of interesting because, yeah, that's another position where, like... I, I give the nod to Bosa because he's an edge, though. No, I agree. I, I'll stick with Bosa. But I'm just saying that the conversation between Buckner and Chris Jones would be interesting, too. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Bosa, four years, 40 sacks, one of the most productive pass rushers, one uh, when, when healthy. Um, he's not as good as his brother, but... He's good. He's awesome. I remember the. It was almost like leading up to this draft, like could Bo- Joey Bosa fall? There was all that, like yeah. people almost like he'd been hyped for so long that people kind of like seemed like they were getting sick of it and like he could fall like out of the top five, and then it came to draft day and he still went third. And it's, I remember there was a lot of questions over his weight too, because remember he came, he came to the combine slimmer than people thought he was gonna be and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's, he, he, it's just one of those classic when a guy's at the top for so long, the rumblings, you know, it's, it's stupid. It like it almost happened. It, it I think it would have happened to Nick Bosa more if he didn't get hurt uh, his last year at Ohio State. Even. <laughs> it's, it's such a weird thing to say that his injury helped his draft stock, but you you might be right. Like, probably wouldn't have heard his draft stock realistically, but the, the rumblings, at least. I mean, we started getting it with Chase Young this year. People are like, well, exactly. he wasn't productive in the big games, but if you watch the tape, yeah, sure, he wasn't putting up fucking four sacks, but he was all over the he, quarterback. He could have had four sacks in the Clemson game. Yeah, like, he dominated that game. He just it didn't it wasn't statistics. Okay, Cowboys. This is where the draft was, in, like, the most interesting in the moment. Um, yeah. Cowboys choosing, are we taking... One of the best running back prospects we've seen, who's going to be an instant success. We're taking one of the best DB prospects, and do you remember that there was some conversation whether Jalen Ramsey was a corner or a safety? Yeah, it was always it was kind of funny, and uh, I, I think it was just because he was such a big physical corner. Yeah, maybe uh, you think we see Ramsey transition to safety late in his career? Dude, like a la Charles Woodson, I could see that. 
Yeah, and like again, it, it, he obviously still fits that position. Like, yeah, um, he's got size. He's he's physical when he wants to be. He's not as physical as like I, I mean Charles Woodson is one of the greatest DBs of all time. So yeah. throwing him up, comparing him to that, but uh, <laughs> maybe he's not he's not quite as physical as I don't know. Like Rod Woodson did it too, though. Yeah, no, lots of lots of guys did. Um, see, it's funny if we did this a year ago. Or two years ago, I guess. Like two years ago, it's no brainer, Jalen Ramsey. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I still think it's no brainer, Jalen Ramsey. But that's because I, I don't. But like a fourth overall pick at running back, it doesn't matter how productive he is. That's insane. Yeah, I know. I agree. Okay, uh, let's plug that in there. The Ramsey should have been the pick originally. Yes. Um, for for the bit. Okay. We know that the next year, uh, Jacksonville took Leonard Fournette fourth. Zeke is still on the board. Would they pull the trigger? No. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yes, but in our redraft, do we have to? No, but I think it'd be funny. Like, clearly that shouldn't be the pick, but it probably would have been, right? Probably. Like, That's I, funny. Because they, I mean, here I'm going to pitch this idea is they just – they give up on Blake Bortles now and take Jared Goff here. That's on. That's in play for sure. And we know yeah. Bortles and Goff are buddies, and they played together with the Rams last year. Like that's yep. the smart move. And the I, Jags, in hindsight, probably would have taken Zeke <laughs> if Ramsey was gone, or even if if they have the choice of Ramsey and Zeke, the Jags probably would have taken Zeke. That honestly, probably. Um, no, but for the sake of keeping this uh, scientific, let's. Let's, let's give him Jared Goff. Thank you. Uh, Jared Goff's career might have gone really poorly if this happened. Yeah, probably. I, uh, <laughs> the team wasn't good. We know they picked, again, they picked fourth the next the next year, too. So, uh, it, Well, I mean, does Sean McVay end up with the Jags, though? Was oh. Sean McVay just coveting Jared Goff the whole time? That's a good question. That's my new theory. Wentz and McVay would be pretty pretty fun, by the way, just jumping back. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I put that. Like, McVay loves the play action pass. Once I think's mm-hmm. awesome play action pass. You get that pocket mobility. He kind of like Goff. I don't want to say Goff turtles in the pocket, but he can. Yeah. Where it's like once is the complete opposite. Where once once doesn't die when he should. Sometimes you've seen him make some spectacular throws when he's like halfway getting tackled. Yeah, no, he's one of the uh, the best I've seen at that. Like. Brett, like, Brett Farvey-ish, Steve McNair-ish almost at times. Mm, like, yeah. prime Steve McNair. So underrated. Um, in hindsight, who who's your Jared Goff comp? I, st- I still don't feel good about any. I, can't, like, I don't know who it I've, feels like t- to me. I know. He is one of the most inconsistent but physically talented quarterbacks, like, we've seen. Yeah. Where it's like, but, but he's not... Like when so he's inconsistent to it, it's not like it's it's like it's not like he's going like like f- like flaming garbage fire. Yeah, that was gonna terrible. say it's not, yeah, it's not like he's Paxton Lynch. Um, no, <laughs> maybe we we'll hear his name called tonight. Like it, it's because he's still he's bad, but he's even at it, it, like when Jerry Goff's at his worst, he's still one of the thirty-two best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and when he's at his sure. best, yeah, I think he's like as high as maybe the twelfth best quarterback. In the Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, Jared Goff's a hey, weird one. He is. I I don't have a good comp for him. I, like even now. So, 
Did you have a comp for him coming out? Because I didn't evaluate until I I know, but you were still doing put in work, and we we all yeah, know. but but I don't like I wasn't writing it down. You know what I mean? Like I was watching the tape and having my opinions, but it wasn't like the way we do it now, where I've got a uh, um sixteen hundred Twitter followers. <laughs> yeah, no, where I've got a pro comp for three hundred and fifty different people. Yeah, I know. Hey, look, we got our uh, Tunzel versus Stanley question, Rob. I know. I know. Let's let's plug in Tunzel because that's how we went the conversation earlier. But I like the Ravens clearly didn't fuck up this pick. No, like Ronnie Ronnie Stanley is one of the best young left tackles in football. It's almost like because there's so much on that Baltimore offense, people kind of forget. He's underrated, absolutely. Like I'd I'd argue like Orlando Brown Jr. is mentioned more than Ronnie Stanley. No, you're right. Like <laughs> this is gonna sound funny, but if Laramie Tunzel didn't hit the bong. Uh, his name would be slipped, like forgotten now more. Like obviously, like you said, he was a bigger prospect than Ronnie Stanley, but <laughs> the bong incident just elevated him. And then obviously the trade and all that, right? But like, say he was just a, a tackle in Miami and he's extremely good, um, but all this didn't happen. You probably want to hear his name too too often. No, I, I I think so. I think you're right. Which is weird. But yeah, I, I again, I, I give Stanley the slight, slight, slight edge right now. But they're close, and they're both obviously franchise left tackles. So, yes, agreed. San Fran at seven. Uh, again, do they? Well, we can have the Chris Jones versus DeForest Buckner conversation here. I so that it's tough because I'm. All, I also I just absolutely love DeForest Buckner. I again, this is another one where I gave Chris Jones the nod by a hair in my rankings in my position. Rankings. So, here is what I uh, I'll say: Chris Jones and Nat, like Buckner offered more defensive line versatility than Chris Jones. Yes, I think <sighs> Chris Jones was uh, he was such a weird player coming out just because he was a big five star recruit. He he put like he put up numbers at Mississippi State. But he was he put like on kinda, a show at the combine. Yeah, and like, I don't know why he fell. So we're going Chris Jones. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. But I think yeah, I mean, like he's he's been like even before he had his breakout season. What was that? Two years ago. Yeah. Like he was he was he was still underrated for that Chiefs. Um, like I'm pretty sure he didn't make the Pro Bowl two years ago when he had 16 and a half sacks or whatever it was. <laughs> It's insane. Um, uh, yeah, but for real, like again, the conversation both, for those two. They're yeah. both also just massive, like in in, in height. This is this turned out to be a good group of uh, interior defensive line men. Oh, very much so. Like, I mean, it's it, it's funny that Sheldon Rankins was what the second one off the board. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like two years ago, he looked like he was starting to really find himself, and he got hurt. Yeah, and like honestly, like. Even in the context of this redraft, Sheldon Rankings would feel like I, I, this crossed my mind, like a guy that like between pick twenty eight and thirty two that you still take a bet on. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, a hundred percent. But the issue for him is that there's Kenny Clark and obviously Buckner that hasn't gone yet. Hargrave, John Reed. Remember when Kenny like Clark went too? Like people were surprised he stuck into the first round. Yeah, no, he was for sure. He was like kind of a late riser. Okay, I thought it was Dayton Jones all over again. Oh God, I hey, I was in on Dayton. 
I wasn't. I didn't like him. But I, I wasn't in on Kenny Clark, so I was right. I just, it was a fucking good name. Like, I'm... Come on. <laughs> Titans at eight. They took Conklin originally, obviously. And I remember that shocked people. And then he yeah. had that... What, didn't he make the... He, he made the all-pro team as a rookie, but it was, like, very questionable. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he kind of lived off that for a bit. He had a bit of a... He, again, he's above average right tackle. The Browns paid him. He's going to play well there. He fits that system. I think in the redraft, the Titans don't take Jack Conklin. Uh, I, I don't agree. know if they take tackle, though. Hear me out. Okay. I mean, Ronnie Stanley's sitting on the board. Right. The face. I, think, I think you're looking at that or you're debating Michael Thomas. And yeah. uh, clearly, they, they, the next year, we know they drafted Corey Davis. And so. that's that's the only argument like I'm kind of making. Like They really need Marcus Mariota to pan out in this moment. So I think that's kind of the debate you have. Do you ultimately still go tackle because... Ronnie Stanley was a really good prospect, a really safe prospect, a clear top ten prospect. See, this uh, if this was if this was a, like say this is how the draft went on draft night, it was clearly Ronnie Stanley would be the pick. But in hindsight, I uh, I feel like I give the nod to Michael Thomas. Okay, I'm in on that. I mean, he he fits the Titans vibe now in terms of he's a. Kind of an mf or Yeah, no, for sure. I, he'll yell at Devontae Parker on Instagram for not sure why he did that. Well, but hold on. Just just to be honest, if, if this I was actually happening in real life, we know the Titans should just take Derrick Henry again. <laughs> at eight, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the risk of losing him. They could have cut him. The Bears, they took Leonard Floyd. Uh, hold on. I want to jump ahead. Do you think Floyd's a first-round pick in this thing? No. Me neither, but I was reading redrafts that had him, and I'm like, that's weird. I think it's because, like, his rookie year, there were some flashes, and he, he's, like, he's, he's so long and athletic, and, again, even, like, multiple years into his Bears career, like, he's playing, there were some flashes, but when you're opposite Cleo Mack, you can't take advantage of the one-on-ones. Yeah. And, like, no, he's, sure. he, it's not like he's, like, extreme, like, he's 27 now. And uh, the edge group isn't that great. No, it's not. Um, it's it's just like it, it, he's got a proving year with the Rams in real life now. But yeah, yeah. no, I, don't, I I I have a hard time. So uh, what do you think the Bears? That. No, yeah, I, I I agree. So uh, what do you think the Bears should do here? You you stick in that front seven. You get to force Buckner now. Yeah, uh, I agree. Right? You just can't bounce on them. Akeem Hicks into force Buckner as your five techs. Like that's f- that's fucked up. Eddie Goldman at nose tackle. You make that Khalil Mack trade. Like that's terrifying. Imagine had they taken real. Chris Jones or had like because in real life Buckner was off the board. But imagine they took like a Chris Jones instead of a Leonard Floyd. They bet on that. I still don't totally understand why Leonard Floyd went so high. Um, if you're gonna bet on athletic upside and potential, and like in Chris Jones fell all the way to the second round. Yeah, like. Like I could see a guy like him going like in the late teens, but nine is, in hindsight, it's pretty crazy. Like he didn't even like his his combine wasn't bad, but it wasn't some belligerent like this is a freak rare athlete type guy. And like yeah, he had like an okay year. Like he yeah. he he had he's he's in that class of the um, Dion Jordans and the. Uh, um, uh, Barkevius Mingo type edge where it's like this guy yeah. could be something. 
No, for, for, for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Giants 10. They took Eli Apple. That one was another. There was a lot of weird picks. In the it's moment. Like, like, Eli Apple shocked people. Like you said, it was like... No, you're right. First of all, shocking in the moment. And guys that ended up being big busts or big hits all around. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we know the Giants like taking running backs high. <laughs> Zeke is still there. I'm going to keep saying this for every stupid team. Uh, realistically, though, um, do they stick at corner or do they just take a Ronnie Stanley because he's the best player there? Probably. I think they take Ronnie Stanley, right? Because, okay. I mean, the offensive line has been an issue, like, going back to that even. Yeah, um, no, for sure. The other option, again, like, if, if you want to go corner, Xavier Howard. Clearly want, the next best guy, yeah. If you want to just get a stud, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But, yeah, I think ultimately you go Ronnie Stanley in that situation. I agree. Um, yeah, like, keep it simple. The Giants figure this out couple years earlier than they did taking uh, Andrew Thomas this year. Uh, the Bucks they took Vernon Hargraves, baby. Uh, do they just take Xavier Howard, keep him uh, in I, Florida? I think so. Right? Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because, I mean, I mean, again, we, we at this point we didn't know they were going to get Chris Goblin to go with Mike Evans, but they did. Yeah. So, like, taking Tyreek Hill, although, imagine giving that to somebody. That'd be fucking... And they had a chance at it, a bunch of chances at it, but... Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I think you go Zayvon Howard, who's one healthy, one of the better young corners, playmaking corners specifically in the league. No, for sure, I think that's a that's an easy one. Uh, uh, New Orleans with Sheldon Rankins originally. This this conversation is a little interesting. I think it's Tyree Kill. <laughs> how 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 much fun would that be? Right, because like, they end up with Michael Thomas, obviously in the second round. In the second, he, round, yeah. he becomes the dude at receiver for them. Imagine if they just ended up with Tyreek Hill instead. Not to say, like, Tyreek Hill's not better than Michael Thomas, necessarily. But uh, just that speed and that open field playmaking in the slot for them. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really, really, really scary and fun. Uh, the amount of cr- creative things they would be able to do with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Oh my god, we have, we have two T. Hills on the team, eventually. Taysom oh, and Tyreek. Yeah, and the oh, starting receivers. <laughs> you got the, the King of the Hills package rolling out eventually down there. Uh <laughs> Miami with Tunsil. What do you what do you think here? Dude, do you just do you just take Jack Conklin? See that's okay. Conklin is one of the more interesting uh, we've kind of touched upon it, but more of the more interesting discussions in this redraft, because like it's his value comes at just he plays a valuable position, right? Yeah, and he's been fine, solid, like, solid. And uh, like at this point, like who 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 are you even thinking about? I think Zika, you're thinking about y- Yannick and Gakwe just because edge rusher is so important, and they haven't had one. Like Charles Harris was a bad pick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess Zeke just because it's Zeke. I can't. Remember, who's the Dolphins running back back then? Uh, don't they take Drake later in the draft, right? But it's not like he became their number one back. No, no, that's what I'm saying. They they need yeah. They need so I guess so, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think that's a conversation. You take Conklin, the pass rusher, and Yannick and Gakwe or Zeke. Let's uh, let's just find a place for Jack Conklin to go. <laughs> so we don't, <laughs> so we don't have to keep thinking. About I thought it. you were gonna say Zeke there, but okay. 
No, we can find a fun home for Zeke, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, sure. <laughs> I didn't sound I don't so know. sold there. Okay, <laughs> 14, the Raiders. They took Carl Joseph. I'm still sad he didn't work out because Crazy 8 was sick at West Virginia. Uh, retweet. Uh, Keanu Neal and Carl Joseph being together here was pretty fun. Wait, what? In the same say? draft. I said just having Neal and Carl Joseph in the same draft. Oh, I got so confused that they were on the same team. <laughs> No, no, yeah. See, you didn't know, but well, Keanu uh, Neal was, was a huge jaw-dropping pick when it happened too. Yeah, very much so. I, like, I don't think anyone thought Carl Joseph was, Joseph was going to go this high. Either. No, no, he was like the classic like everyone loves 20s. him. He's going to go yeah. late first, early second. Yeah, exactly. The Xavier McKinney area. Mm-hmm. Um, in a redraft, do you just take Yannick and Gakwe to pair with Khalil Mack. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Imagine that. Okay. I mean, they're they're still believing in Latavius Murray at this point, I think, right? So. He's a pro bowler. Yeah, they don't need they don't need running back. I forgot about that. <laughs> I had to pull up the roster. Um, wait, oh my god, I blanked. Who who do we take? Oh, Ungodly. Yeah, yeah, good yeah I can go away. Cleveland <laughs> on the clock. They took Corey Coleman, the the worst pick so far. Uh, yes. yes. I liked Corey Coleman. I'm coming clean, though. I'm coming clean. No, I can't trust a Baylor receiver. I've said it for years. <laughs> I mean, especially they kind of shouldn't. Uh, but at 15, that was clearly too early. Um, what do you, it was what do you a weird wide receiver draft, too. Yeah, I mean, like, Tyler Boyd is worth the first-round pick. Um, but would that be the pick here? I'm not so sure. Is it Zeke? Who <laughs> was there? Running back. I don't, I don't know. I was just hoping you do. Fuck. I might my, my 2016 running back knowledge isn't where it should be. I'm gonna be honest. Um, it might be Tyler B- Boyd here. Cause he's. I know he's not a Pro Bowler, but he, he the should be though. the drop off. Yeah. Like Zeke is obviously, if regardless of position, the best player on the board, like by far. Mm-hmm. But after that, like. How much, again, regardless of position, like, how much better is Matt Judon at his position than Tyler Boyd? Or, like, maybe Kenny Clark? But, like, they they had a bad hit. Remember when they took, um, fuck, the nose tackle um, from Baylor? Um, Andrew Billings? No, the other one. Wait, what year? Like, 2012, 2013? Baylor. Maybe he wasn't from Baylor. Danny, are you talking about Danny Shelton? No. <laughs> the one before that. <laughs> Fuck me. Who, who is it? I don't know. I regret bringing it up now because I don't have the mind for this. Uh, by the way, <laughs> they had Isaiah Crowell, baby. The Crow. Oh, God. I hated Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, let's just take Zeke and stop. Uh, and fuck Crow. <laughs> But that would be like I honestly Phil Taylor. Phil Taylor. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you. It's twenty eleven, sorry about that. Twenty first overall, nose tackle. Baylor. See, I was oh right. My, I forgot Phil Taylor was a first round pick. Yeah, that was bad, eh? <laughs> but he like I don't know, he was kinda comp like he was clearly not worth a first round pick, but he was a Well yeah, but it's the same thing with Danny Shelton though. Like Danny exactly. Shelton's not a bad like Danny Shelton's a solid rotational nose tackle, but they took him what, twelfth or whatever? 
Okay, yeah. so we're, we're writing in Zeke because that's, that's keep him in state. Exactly. Like, okay, the Browns wouldn't pass on Zeke if he was. No, no, one hundred percent not. And like their fan base would be pissed if they did. Exactly. Like they, they just have to capitalize there. Hey, okay. uh, <clears throat> speaking of weird picks, Rob Taylor Decker to the Lions. Yeah, it was a good pick. <laughs> he's not horrible. No, he's not. He's Didn't not he make good. Pro Bowl or something no, or no. almost. No, you just mix him and Jack Conklin both white tackles from the Big Ten. And I didn't have any very high expectations for either of them. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> he is the fourth best tackle in this class, though. You're not wrong. But I don't think you can take him here again in a no. draft. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. Do you take Kenny Clark and, and do you take, I don't know. Ken, Kenny Clark makes sense. Because, um, again, like, like Judon's going to go in our first round, but how high? Um, Kenny Clark's the best player on the board, I think. Yeah, 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 probably. Dave, oh, aside from Derrick Henry, but yeah. Okay. I, I shouldn't know if you're joking. <laughs> Let, let's take Kenny Clark. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. And he fits Detroit a lot, like, very well. Like, they're and, the modern line. And, like, the, if, if they had Kenny Clark right now, they'd be pretty happy. Yeah, no, exactly. Very much yeah. so. So, okay. no, I, I like it. I'm going to argue this pick should stay the same. Really? All right. Keanu Neal should still go 17 to the Falcons. I think what he was, I know he's played two games. Two seasons essentially in four years because of the injuries, but he's a big part of why they made it to the the Super Bowl. You're right. Okay, push he, comes he to helped shove. Trans- he helped give Dan Quinn's defense. You're right. You're right. That Cam Chancellor style safety they needed to kind of take that step. I know the defense was never consistent under Dan or hasn't been consistent under Dan Quinn, but when mm-hmm. Keanu Neal and Deion Jones are on the field, like those are defensive cornerstones. They are going to probably lose out on Deion Jones, though, now. Uh, I'll throw that in the ring, if that even matters at all. I, don't I know. will argue healthy Keanu Neal's more valuable. You're, you're, you love Keanu Neal. Push comes to shove. Uh, who do you like better, Justin Simmons or Keanu Neal? Not for the Falcons, just in general. Like, if I were ranking safeties? Yeah. Uh, Justin Simmons just, but that's also recency bias. Like Keanu Neal hasn't played in two years, essentially. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Like, but, my plus, went, I'm arguing this: Keanu Neal had a really specific role when the Falcons took him. I, you're way too passionate about this. I'm gonna let this be because but I, you I, want it well, so I'm not, I'm not wrong. Like, I mean, you could argue Kevin Byard saying. too if, if we're talking safeties, right? Yeah, Byard, Byard's the top safety in the class for sure. So then, um, oh, were you just you're just uh, interested in my Justin Simmons opinion? Yeah, no, no, I I, I think clearly Byron at the top, but I think the Simmons Neil conversation is interesting. But do you under do you understand why I think it is? Yeah, yeah. He you're, he's like the tone center for that secondary. I, yeah. I totally understand, and he, he was clearly great in that Super Bowl run that ended poorly. No, I understand. Yeah, Kevin, um, Kevin Byron ended up being uh, much better than. Remember when that pick happened? I think people were like shocked he went so high. Yeah, no, he went he went earlier than people expected for sure. Um, I mean, Adam Gotts is still went ahead of him. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Colts at eighteen. <laughs> they took Ryan Kelly. Do they stick with that? Like they're happy with that pick, obviously. Yeah, he's. I, I, remember how safe? Like he's one of the best yeah. center prospects of all time. Like that was kind of the conversation. 
And his floor has been very high. I think his ceiling might not be as high as some people thought it was. But he's, the last two years, has been one of the best centers in the league. He's, yeah. I think, a top five center. Like, um, I do think there's probably... I, like, he's up there. And, like He's, like, one of the top five players in the world, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but no, I, I like... I, I, I would say... Like, like top, or sorry, Kevin Byard's better than him. I agree. Um, or that also might be just positional value thing. I, I think we stick Ryan Kelly because I think he's the brains of that O line O line operation that's kind of set uh, the tone for this Colts uh, rebuild. I agree. I think if we're being realistic, if they had to do this again and Kelly was still there, they would take Ryan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bills. They took Shaq Lawson. So Shaq Lawson got paid, so he must be good. Um, <laughs> who, who did they take? I mean, if we're sticking position, Matt Judon makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He seems like a Buffalo Bill, too. Um, uh, Tyler Boyd's probably in the convo. Mm-hmm. That might be... Those might be the two guys. I will go Judon over Boyd, positional value of edge rusher. I agree. And I, he, I just kind of like... Uh, Judon in Buffalo. I feel like that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, he's their their style of uh, player, player. I think in general, yeah, for sure. Okay, the Jets are on the clock. Do they take Deion Jones in hindsight over Darren Lee? Okay, before we get into it, I think the the linebacker conversation is kind of interesting. There's a lot um, of linebackers in this class, eh? Yeah, like it's deep, and the top is pretty heavy. Like we got Jalen Smith, Deion Jones, Miles Jack, Joe Schobert. Yeah, Joe Schobert, Corey Littleton. Yeah, like here. there's a there's a handful of quality linebackers. Darren Lee went ahead of all of them. Yeah, like even like like Blake Martinez, not the greatest, but for where he went, good pick. Um, who do you think is the best linebacker in this group? Do you think it is Deion Jones when healthy? When healthy, I think it's it's Jalen Smith wasn't very good last this past year, or not wasn't very good, but wasn't like two years ago. Jalen Smith, I think the the best single season of the linebacker group? I struggle separating Smith and Jones. but like I think it's one of those two. I, I agree. I think Miles Jack is clear three. Miles My, Jack has such a high ceiling, but consistency. Joe Schobert's just a really, like, very solid, good football player. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and then Co- Corey Littleton's, like, awesome in coverage, but not awesome when yeah. not in coverage, but awesome on special teams. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost feel like it's a coin flip at this point for Jalen Smith and Deion Jones. I'm going to say Deion Jones. I'm fine with that. I, like, Because just he is closer to what Darren Lee was supposed to be. Oh, for the – yeah, I wasn't even talking for the Jets. Yeah, I think Jones makes more sense for the Jets. I'm just meant in general. Like, uh, no, that's fair. I, I, I mean, Jalen Smith was also the greatest linebacker prospect we've seen yeah. before he got hurt in the in – the, was it the Fiesta Bowl? Yes. Right? It's yeah. funny because that game, Joey Bosa got ejected from it. It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah let's plug in Deion Jones. Okay. Um, the Houston Texans took Will Fuller. Yeah, we get our run on horrible receivers now. Will Fuller easily the best of the three. Like, honestly, I think Fuller is pr- maybe in the conversation to go in the first round again. Because yeah. he's just that type of receiver that the NFL is going to keep picking in the first round. Hey, I mean, when he, Deshaun Watson and him have a like an awesome yeah, chemistry it's... too. Like, he he's if, a. If Fuller well, stayed healthy, he'd be. I think you'd about. make this pick him. Agreed. Yeah. No, that's that's very fair. Who are you really looking at? One of the like Kevin Byard, William uh, Jackson, Tyler, Tyler Boyd. If you want to Ty- stick with the Tyler position. Boyd, yeah. If you stick with the position. 
Uh, DJ Reader, if they want to get their guy, like you could go with one of the interior. He's yeah, I, I, I like Michael Pierce. I don't know, like it's a nose. Yeah, don't draft uh, nose tackles in the first round. Also, it's Kenny Clark because he's more than an actual nose tackle. Yes, um, I, I think I would say uh, Tyler Boyd here. Okay, let's do it. Okay, get eventually Deshaun his his reliable guy. Which yes, New Hopkins wasn't reliable, so you ship him out of town. <laughs> well, we know he, he gets shipped out of town. Nah, that's what I mean. Bill <laughs> O'Brien doesn't trust him, so here's a guy he, like he trusts. Bill O'Brien would love Tyler Boyd. That's that's my take. Probably. Oh, he's from the state of Pennsylvania. Exactly. I coached Penn State. <laughs> okay, Washington uh, joke Josh Doxson. Friend of the show, Casey Fleming's favorite wide receiver <laughs> prospect of all time. Um, wouldn't it be very Washington for them to take Will Fuller? I mean, it'd be a significantly better pick, at least. <laughs> uh, fuck, let's plug it in. I think okay. that's I don't want to think silly. about it. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and I, I think it's fun. Okay. Uh, the Vikings took Laquan Treadwell. Somehow worse <laughs> than Josh Dawson. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I like Treadwell. I'm gonna be honest, I like Treadwell. Um, <laughs> hey, they probably just like I don't know, take Sterling Shepard or something. <laughs> they, 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 no, they take William Jackson. Think about how much Mike Zimmer loves uh, a corner. All right, you're right. And to jump the Bengals here, I like that. Let's. let's by by the way, for the record, when the Bengals took William Jackson one pick ahead of the Steelers, I, it's one of the angriest moments of my life because the Steelers then took Artie Burns. It was hundred percent supposed to be William Jackson. It was oh, a, a million. I wanted yeah. it so bad too. Like I thought it was. I thought it was chalk, and then no. Okay, so the Bengals don't can't get William Jackson or Tyler Boyd now. So they take Artie Burns. <laughs> Probably. Um, do they do they take do they take Jalen Smith? They've had linebacker problems for years. Yeah, you know what? I, I think that pick makes sense because like their linebacker were, were old and like they probably still found their confidence, so they could give Smith the year. But so, they know, yeah, yeah. I, I like that fit. I think that's a good pick. I Thanks. Like that. I'm really smart. I'm good at drafting for the Bengals. Okay, my Steelers are on the clock. They're panicking. They're. Fu- Okay, Derrick Henry. Let's Der- do it, Der- No. Shut up. <laughs> Even though it doesn't matter. How about uh, Javon Hargrave? No. He leaves. How about Kevin Spoiler, Byard? Javon Hargrave doesn't you- resign. I want to take Kevin Byard. I know that makes you the happiest. Yeah, so thanks, let's do that. Thank you. I mean, imagine if Minka Fitzpatrick and Kevin Byard were the safeties right now. That'd be fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would. I also just like <laughs> Triple Mall is my favorite safety of all time. I love having a great safety in the Steelers back end. Um, so that's a good pick. Um, <laughs> Denver took Paxton Lynch, Rob. Okay, Paxton Lynch is like the most forgotten about first round bus quarterback ever, right? Like I was thinking about that. I was putting my notes together today. I was like, Paxton Lynch like barely played. No one really cares that he sucked. No one talks People about think, how horrible he was. You're right. People think about, like, Brock Osweiler more than Paxton Lynch. Yeah. And, like, give Brock shit. Like, he's was supposed to be a first, like, you know, an elite quarterback or anything. Uh, Paxton Lynch, you're right. Doesn't get enough shit. And he shouldn't have been the pick when it happened. Why is he on the uh, Steelers? <laughs> he was kind of fun for the Seahawks in the preseason. Uh, last year, two years ago, or the fuck that was? Yeah. 
Can we, should, should this just be Justin Simmons? Uh, yeah, probably. Let's not think about it. He had a Pro Bowl type season last year. He should have made the Pro Bowl. I don't think he did. Um, one of the better, one of the best young safeties in football. One of the most underrated DBs in football. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's just keep him, keep him with the Broncos. Let them have that. That was okay. a great pick. Let them have it. Packers. Now, I know maybe they they ended up taking AJ Dillon this year. Was they just took Derrick Henry all along? Okay, I was afraid Derrick Henry was gonna fall to the Seahawks, and I have I'm not, to do it. No, oh, okay. No, 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 no. I don't want it to happen. I'm just afraid of it. Ha- of it happening. I'll throw this idea: the Packers have had up and down linebacker play for a while. Oh God! Yeah. You got the options of um, Joe Schobert and Miles Jack on the board right now, and we know they ended up t- drafting linebacker later, as we mentioned. Um, would you take yeah, that one would of make them? Sense. Or the that the other sense. thing I'm thinking is you could go uh, Matt Ioannidis uh, for the D-line or um, interior O-line with Whitehair and Thune. Yeah, no, uh, let, let's let's give him a linebacker. Or you let's could go Vernon Hargraves. Yeah. Wait, oh, Javon Hargrave you mean? What did I say? Yeah, no, 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 let's take Vernon Hargraves, yeah. <laughs> I knew what I was saying. No, Javon Har- I was going to say that. He's very much in play. Um, Should we just do Javon Hargrave? Keep it the same position. Okay. Javon Hargrave, I know he's not a natural nose tackle, but he was awesome at playing nose tackle for the Steelers. And, and mm-hmm. in hindsight, remember, um, he had, I think he was a big draft Twitter darling. I loved him. I, I think we I both think, loved him. I think everybody, like, kind of the draft Twitter world loved him. He fell to the third round. It's a money pick. Made up yeah. for the fucking Artie Burns thing. But now he's a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle, so who cares? He's still underrated. Still underrated. I think he's going to blow up this year in Philly. I hope so. I, again, I've been a big fan. San Fran picked Josh Garnett. Terrible pick. It was clearly bad when it happened. Fuck you, San Fran. Uh, do they just take Joe Thune? Or do they take Cody Whitehair? See, that's a debate. Um, I don't know who I take. I love right Cody now. Whitehair. I like Joe Thune, but I love Cody Whitehair. Uh, Whitehair offers you. He's playing left tackle coming out of K-State. Obviously, yeah. plays center for the Bears. He remember he had his, his his what was it, his rookie and second year maybe he struggled to kind of adjust to center, yeah. But once he got it, obviously a Pro Bowl center now. I, I think if they took him to play guard, it would have been so money. I almost feel like Thune fits the Niners better. I and I think it's a bit of a toss up between the two guys. We could go Whitehair. I don't care. I mean, the other one probably goes in the next pick. Uh, yeah. Well, no, we're repicking Robert Kimdichie. But anyways, no. The next pick is the Patriots forfeited pick. Oh yeah, because we don't believe that. in Deflate Gate. Okay, okay, okay. We'll do white hair and then we'll get the Patriots. Thune. Yeah, we we only the list are quickly figuring out. We don't actually care, and we're just trying to make this easier. <laughs> uh, no, but I don't know. That that's you're right. You're right. I forgot we're doing that. So that uh, that there. I, I I do think, like Joe, Joe Thune. I don't think he's made a Pro Bowl, but he's one of the better guards in football, obviously. Yeah, he should have. He should have. Probably. Probably. <clears throat> White hair has, which is kind of fun. Um, Arizona, like, the, the, what the fuck would they do here? Will they take Kandichi again? <laughs> I Like, I don't even know. Um, you could take, take Matt Ioannidis, or you could take one of the linebackers. Yeah, I and I just like would probably fit what they do. Um, they haven't had great linebacker like, like since Carlos Dansby retired. 
Mm-hmm. If you could get like that stud in Miles Jack. I mean, uh, Miles. Yeah. I, I I don't know. You. I think it's probably Miles Jack, Joe Schobert, yeah. or Matt Ioannidis. Let's do Miles Jack, and especially like them taking Isaiah Simmons this year. Not the same type of versatility, but versatility but, like, nonetheless. Yeah, just elite athlete playing linebacker. Exactly. People forget Miles Jack was uh, both the freshman offensive player and defensive player of the year in the Pac-12. We like legit don't talk about that enough. No, it's fucked. It's, it was so cool. Miles it was Jack also was like so a awesome. weird. Was it not a weird like Shaq Thompson played running back and linebacker at Washington? It was like just a yeah. Pac-12 thing. Yeah, I guess so. They can't find uh, running backs. So. <laughs> There's not enough players to fill out a roster in the Pac-12 because everyone's <laughs> leaving the state or the the West Coast. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, the Panthers took Vernon Butler, thirty-one. Oh, I guess thirty technically, thirty-one in a redraft. Um, uh, if they stuck IDL, Jaron Reed is Jaron Reed worth a first-round pick? Is Matt Ioannidis? Maybe. Is Derrick Henry get? Imagine getting Derrick Henry with Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. And for uh, for the record, the the best players I have left on my board are mm-hmm. Joe Schobert. Derrick yep. Henry, Matt Ioannidis, yep. Pro Bowl tight end Austin Hooper. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hunter Henry. Yep. Who, Who, you got into my head, I have Hunter Henry over Austin Hooper. You know, I think like Hunter Henry is probably the better football player, but like, you take Hooper over Henry? Just because of the health? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hunter yeah. Henry's obviously got a higher ceiling, but yeah, Hooper's got a higher floor. Uh, and then Brad, Bradbury, Kendall Fuller, Von Bell, DJ Reader, Michael Pierce, John Reed, Robbie Anderson, Corey Lowley. Yeah, um, I like the same guys. Uh, what do you think? Um, Jermaine Fetty. I, I, guess what, AJ? I don't care Just, <laughs> who it is. Spoiler! I wait until pick 31 to tell you guys I don't care. Uh, <laughs> let's get them... Uh, let's give them Jaron Reed. I don't okay. fucking I, I think he's a higher. He makes more sense for what they were doing than Matt Ioannidis. Like he like, was what they were trying to do with Vernon Butler. Yeah. Yes. No, what they did with Vernon Butler. Oh shit! I'm sorry. And then the Seattle Seahawks. They're taking Derrick Henry. Yes. It uh, has to be. <laughs> they do absolutely punch it in. Uh, they were coming off a year where they had to sign Fred Jackson just to be friends with Marshawn Lynch and back oh, him up. Yeah. They Fuck, take CJ Procise later. I did too. Um, they take CJ Procise later. I'm glad you did the math on or like the research on this, or just remember be, because you knew I, you were going to make sure this pick happened. No, I literally just just did this. <laughs> so, Fred Jackson, underrated football player. Absolutely. I mean, I the fucking Fred legend Jackson. in Buffalo. Yeah, like, he was great. The Fred Jackson, Ryan Fitzpatrick teams were just like, like you can't. You have to fondly remember those Bills teams. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you're right. Another player we don't talk enough about is Fred Jackson. We gotta just have an episode where we don't have to record it. We can just talk on the phone about it, where uh, <laughs> we just go through people like that. Um, my my favorite running back, off the top of my head, that no one ever talks about is Najee Davenport, and I mention it all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, I love, who doesn't? I, I, I mean, I'm biased because he was a Steeler. Yeah, no, I know. I loved him as a Steeler, though. He was sick. No, and like back, like him and Willie Parker, my favorite backfield of all time. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, but y'all, Pete Carroll finally gets Lindale White 2.0 and Derrick Henry, so he's happy. Everything works out. Derrick Henry should have been a Seahawk, and I should be very angry right now. And they they'd have paid him too. They wouldn't have tagged him. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking. He'd true. be making more money than Zeke right now. But the thing is, Chris Carson would still be a Seahawk and outperform him. Yeah, I said it. I, I feel mean, like Henry, Pete Carroll Henry, loves Chris Carson. He does, but like, like it's almost like they don't respect it. The fumbling last year was a big issue. Yeah, that's, we're not um, doing the Chris Carson film breakdown episode. Let's end this thing. <laughs> I love Chris Carson. We and know. And the end the show off. Uh, uh, next week when we do the 2017 NFL draft redraft. <laughs> no, that we're doing it next May 26 or whatever the fuck. Okay. <laughs> Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader.